Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast, where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host, Karen Pileggi, and in each episode, we uncover new empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it all figured out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. Today we're getting into the pressures of catching up to societal expectations. This is a topic that is very near and dear to me because I have experienced this for quite some time and I think that my trauma had definitely played a role in the pressures that I did put on myself. And I know that we all experience societal, cultural pressures, but I think that when someone has gone through some kind of a trauma, there is a developmental setback in some sense where we are expected to mature in certain areas, but also our development is stunted in some kind of ways as well. So I wanted to get into that and I hope that this resonates with you in some kind of capacity. So we oftentimes will feel pressure to catch up to societal expectations. Obviously when we are experiencing some kind of a setback in our life, quote unquote setback, And these setbacks can range from anything from deaths, divorce, financial strain, job loss, fertility issues. Can't think of anything else right now, but there are so many things that will fall into this category of having a quote unquote setback. And when I say setback, I mean something that comes along in your path and disrupts what you have going on. Maybe you're working toward a goal or you have a really great routine established and life happens and something happens where you are forced to reroute and you're forced to sit there with your feelings and have to work through it and that takes additional time so naturally that will cause some kind of a delay in the road that you're trying to get to or possibly a delay because you are taking another route which is totally fine. And we need to talk about this more and it being fine to reroute and to work towards something, but change your mind or have to go in a different route because things aren't the same in your life anymore. And that's totally okay. For me, when I speak on my setbacks, that includes the multiple losses, the multiple deaths that I experienced as a young person, um, my health issues um, that I experienced in my early 20s, And oftentimes these setbacks are beyond our control. They're not our fault. They just happen to us and they're tragic and traumatic. We can definitely experience pressure to catch up and pressure to be at a certain level of standard based on what's going on around us. So that can come from our family members. You know, we all have one or two family members or maybe more who will ask us repeatedly, what's going on? Is there any progress in this area? Or um, we could be within a friend group where our friends are excelling and they're moving forward and they're hitting these quote-unquote ideal milestones and we're just kind of staying the same and, and that's what it would feel like. We can also experience the pressure from social media, of course, 
every day just seeing people post the highlights of their life because naturally we we do want to do that. We don't always want to show the bad parts or the hard days. And that's tough when someone is in a really bad place to be viewing those images that aren't good for their mental health. You know, sometimes if we are in a great space, we're like, that's amazing. She's having another baby. Amazing. But when you're in a really negative place where those pressures are crumbling and you're really feeling impacted by it, those images aren't always the best things to see. So we have to monitor that and we have to adjust what we're what we're taking in, whether it's what we're taking in while watching the news or what we're taking in when we're scrolling and either adjusting the time that we spend on our screens or um, modifying what we see. I always tell people on Instagram, you can mute mute people, mute their posts, mute their stories. If you feel like it's going to cause an issue that they notice that you unfollow them, just mute them. Um, and you can unmute when you're in a better space and you feel like you can take in all the things that they're saying and they're showing. Um, you can also unfollow people. You don't owe anybody anything. If you've lost touch and what they're posting is really triggering to you, just unfollow them. You want to have positive, inspirational, and healthy images that you're seeing. It really, really impacts our mental health because we spend hours and hours on our phone or watching TV, watching the news. Another way we can experience feeling pressures of meeting a certain standards are through our everyday work life. Uh, Depending on the field that you're in, you might feel pressure to perform at a certain level or to not disclose if you are feeling stressed or feeling burnt out. We can also experience the pressure from ourselves and we are always our worst enemy. We are wanting the best. We are the hardest on ourselves. We are wanting to continuously push ourselves or we get down on ourselves very easily. So I think that we contribute to this also. And we contribute to this also because of what the norm is out there and what's accepted and what people are talking about. And people aren't talking enough about this and how tragedy and trauma very much impacts that endpoint. And it's not always about the endpoint. I say the progress is just as important, but people aren't showing the progress. And we need to talk about that more. One of the big things that we can feel when we are feeling pressured that we are not catching up with our friends. We are not catching up to maybe what our parents had set out. I always like, naturally we do this. I compare myself to my mom. She was married at 28 and in their times, like that was seen as being, she was an old bride. And I'm like, well, I'm going to be 29, not dating anybody, not married, don't have anything going on that she did at the time. So you compare yourself. And I know many people do this as well because our parents, our family members, they talk about those highlights of their life. So we hear it. We know like that's the norm. That's what they expect. That was, that was it for them. So while we are doing this and while we are experiencing everything around us um, and feeling that we aren't caught up or we aren't where we're supposed to be there's this feeling of shame that comes along with it this is a really deep and lonely feeling that we can have shame we oftentimes don't talk about it unless there are people in our lives who can very much hold space for us who won't pass judgment who have possibly gone through periods in their life where things have have been halted to some degree And shame can be dangerous because shame can keep us stuck. Shame can keep us in an autopilot mode where 
there's not much going on and we're just stuck with it. I think it's important to work toward just flipping that script. And I think, not I think, I know that is going to take so much time and it takes practice in just telling yourself I'm, I'm where I'm at because of the things that I went through and I am meeting myself where I'm at. Again, going back to that phrase of meeting yourself where you're at. And I think it's so important to distance ourselves from comparing by telling ourselves that no one has had the journey that we have had exactly or have experienced it in the way that we have. So we have to show ourselves compassion for that and we have to be there for ourselves. Oftentimes, I feel frustrated because with certain things that I've gone through, even going back to when I was a teenager and experiencing my first loss or having the medical issues I did, when I would Google what was going on for me, nothing would pop up. So when I had my health issue, having a borderline cancerous tumor in one of my ovaries, this was really upsetting and shocking for a 24-year-old who had had no history of this or family history of this. And it was scary and it was brand new. And Googling a 20-something-year-old with this borderline cancerous tumor, nothing came up. Everything that was coming up was for older women who were in their 40s and 50s who had had children. And it was scary for me. I felt so isolated. I felt like nobody nobody gets it. Nobody, nobody has had what I had. I feel like so alone in this. And I feel like I have no chance because I have nobody to compare it to. I have nobody to, to say, oh, they went through it. Uh, I'm going to be all right. This, this was their story. Going through what we go through, it can feel very isolating. But on the flip side, we have to use that as a way to be compassionate toward ourselves and say, you know what? Not a lot of people have gone through it in the way that I have. And I have to meet myself where I'm at, know that I'm doing the best that I can. I am trying to find supports for myself. I'm trying to do all of the work needed. And that is my story. And it's, yeah, it's a little scary, but I'm going through it and I'm doing it. And nobody gets to judge me. Naturally, we want to compare because when we compare, we feel, sometimes we feel better about ourselves. Sometimes we can feel like we're less alone. So there are these quote unquote good intentions for wanting to compare. We just want to feel validated and there's nothing wrong with that when you have gone through some kind of trauma in your life, not necessarily a death, um, it could be health issues, it could be a a family change, a move, um, financial issues, it can be really isolating. So you need to move away from comparing and work on where you're at right now and what is going on for you. So we sometimes start wanting to compare because it's a natural feeling we want to feel validated we want to feel that there's other people who have gone through it or maybe we're selfishly in a little bit of a better place than someone else who went through it and i i think our intentions for wanting to get that validation is not bad we're scared we might be scared we might feel shame we might want to talk about what's going on in our lives but we feel like no one else will get it so we hold back And this is why it's so important to come together as a community um, and gravitate toward people who are speaking out on their experiences. Because when you share your story, which it could take a while to get comfortable in saying all the things that you've been through out loud, 
it helps the next person in feeling less alone and comparing themselves to someone who is a positive influence, who has had a positive outlook, who has gone through some horrible things, but is working toward a better life and bettering themselves. And that is, that's where we move from comparing to connecting. Connection is hella powerful. We want that. Connection makes us feel empowered. It makes us feel safe. It makes us feel heard. It makes us feel like we can say, screw those expectations. Like, I don't care. This is my journey. You know, there's other people who are kind of off of that path as well. And it's okay. And it's going to be okay. So three questions I want to leave you with today are, what are the current societal or cultural expectations that you're working against right now? Second question, when you feel pressure, what does that look like for you in your body, in your behavior, and in your communication? Are you someone who is fueled by that? Do you shut down? Do you withdraw? What does that look like for you when you do experience those pressures? And lastly, when you do feel pressured, what is something that is helpful for you? Whether that's going to a a person directly, someone you've trusted in your past, a mentor, a really good friend. Is it connecting with an online community? Is it taking space for yourself, journaling about it? What works for you? A few tips that I have for those who are struggling with this pressure to be, to do, to perform, to be at a certain standard is firstly resetting your validation team. Your validation team is my way, the girls gotta heal way of saying your support system that you actively choose and that you are actively part of. So unapologetically make those adjustments to your team. We lose people along the way a lot and there's such emotional connection, but at the end of the day, you don't owe anybody anything. And if they're not adding value to your life, you need to maybe let them go or put them to the side and lean into more healthier, motivating relationships where you feel heard and supported next clear up your social media if it doesn't feel good you can always choose to unfollow and unmute this will be a big game changer for you you can even set in your notifications an alert of when you've hit an hour on instagram and this is helpful because it signals to your brain when you're doing something mindless it is reminding you hey you've reached this limit maybe you should take some time away from your phone next is really feel those feelings and lean into those realizations which come up. And they usually come up when we are experiencing our lowest of lows. We are sitting there with some hard truths that maybe this person hasn't shown up for us. Or maybe what we thought our year ahead is going to look like is not going to look like that. Or maybe we are not going to hit that goal that we thought we would in the next month and that is okay so sit with those realizations when we sit with them eventually within the next couple of days or weeks we're marinating in it and we are working toward planting seeds of a new path or making adjustments and that's okay lastly make your own milestones period shout out to you today for showing up And for really looking inward at the societal expectations that impact you as a female, as a student, as a worker, as a family member in your household, it's tough stuff, but I'm so proud of you 
for continuing and for wanting to better yourself and wanting to make changes for your future and future generations. Don't forget to follow Girls Gotta Heal on Instagram at Girls Gotta Heal for more content around trauma, relationships, wellness, and being your best self. And also feel free to leave your girl a review. I would love to hear how you've been enjoying the podcast episode so far and maybe what you would like to hear more of and what you'd like me to get into. Keep healing and doing the work and I can't wait to see you back here soon.